I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're joined with Sarah Jane Dias for a second time. We recorded the first half of the interview, so please make sure you listen to that episode first before you listen to this one, so that there is continuity. And in that episode, we were discussing about her journey into discovering wellness and what it means for her. And in this episode, we're going to be deep diving into the different forms of wellness, what wellness means, and how you can make wellness a part of your life as well. And actually, that's an important question because. What is wellness, right? Yeah. For wellness, for me, might be completely different for wellness for you. Yeah. What does wellness mean for you? God, no one's asked me that question before. I should know that, considering I consider myself to be a voice of wellness and a wellness warrior. But I would think having the ability to be free, a body free of aches, pains, and disease, to me, would be a physical wellness, and having a mind mostly in my control. Mostly, because I know having it entirely in my control is impossible. So I don't even strive for that. So yeah, I would think having a mind mostly in my control and a body free of disease. Nice. And you've experienced not having this. Yes. And you've experienced having this. Yes. Right. Yes. What does it take to go from a place of not being well to a place of being well? You know, how do you even set your trajectory right? Because Like you said, you know, you have to get these goals in place. You have to get this direction in place, and then know how to go after it. So, what is the? How should people even start thinking about it? Maybe there are people listening saying that I am not well. I am not in a state of wellness. I should do something about it now. Yeah. What are the steps that they should take towards that journey? So, just interestingly, just like you asked me, first to ask themselves is what does to divide it into physical and mental wellness, and then to sort of ask yourself the question that you asked. Right? What does wellness mean to me? So, from a physical point of view, it's probably easy for a lot of people. I would tend to think physical wellness would probably be easier because it's most likely going to be I want to lose weight. Most likely, it could be that I want to be able to run a marathon someday. It could be that I want to. It's yeah. I think it's mostly physical goals and physical goals. Believe it or not, in my opinion in my soul opinion, are a lot easier to achieve than mental goals, I think. Because the body is a beautiful piece of machinery. Just like the brain is, but the body is beautiful and it will listen if you give it the right motivation and the right... Stimulus. Yes, exactly. Thank you. So I would say, yes, yeah, so just put down a list of what does being physically well mean to you. So I'll, I'll give you an example. For me, being physically well at one point actually wasn't about being able to run a marathon or being able to do a push-up. It was about just accepting my body the way it was. That's what being physically well for me was. But it took a lot. That's the toughest one. You started off way tougher than a handstand push-up or anything. This is the hardest one. Which is why it took me so long. It took a long, long time. And... At the time that I realized I was not, because I just wasn't being kind to my body the way I was talking to it. I was just like, oh, your thighs are too flabby. Oh, your arms are too flabby. Oh, you've got pimples on your face. Oh, just, you know, just all of this. And maybe in some universe somewhere, my thighs were flabby. Maybe I did have pimples on my face. But the thing is, in the universe that I lived in, in my ecosystem, I was not happy when I was thinking those things, right? It was not constructive for me in any way. So, I just had to shift how I was talking to myself instead of saying, I have pimples too, I want clear skin. Or even, I have clear skin, you know. 
because it's not like my face was covered in pimples. Like there was clear skin and then a pimple and then a clear skin again and then. So it's not like I didn't have any clear skin at all, right? Let's face facts here. Um, Correct. When it was being good to my body. It wasn't like you were a pimple. Right. <laughs> but you know, and, and what happens when you start to, and this, mind you, doesn't happen overnight. But when you start to ask these questions and then you ask the questions painfully every day, you get to the root of what it is. And I realized that the reason I had pimples is because I was, my hormones were imbalanced and my hormones were imbalanced because I had biochemical imbalances in my brain. And it was just this beautiful unraveling that happened. Just one question to another question. So I think that physical wellness and mental wellness, right? So physical wellness, define to yourself what it is. What does physical wellness mean to you? Does it mean looking like somebody else or does it just mean the healthiest version of you in whatever way or shape or form that may mean? Coming to mental wellness, which is stuff cookie. I think, again, it's important. Before you get to well- mental wellness, you know, I wanted to just add one thing to what you said. Um, you know, it's so funny. I think one of the first podcasts that we did a long time ago was about this. Whenever we look at ourselves in the mirror, we never notice a person standing there. Yeah. We notice the pimple. We notice the white hair. We notice the wrinkle. Yeah. We never notice that there's a person there. And I was, and the podcast was about, imagine if you met somebody for the, a friend of yours. Yeah. Would you look at the pimple first, the gray hair first, the wrinkle first? None. You would look at the person. Yeah, absolutely. So first look at that person that is standing there. Yeah. If you want to dissect it, go ahead and dissect later on. But first, understand there's a person there. Yeah. And if you can't see yourself as a person, that is the first step that you need. Yeah. Otherwise, it is just, I am fat. You are not fat. You have fat. Okay, fine. Cool. But you are, that's not who you are. Yeah. And that is the whole concept of that physical, you know, being in that state of mind. And the way that you talk to yourself makes such a big difference with regards to it. That's such a good one. I am not fat. I have fat. That's such a good one. Because... Because we just embody everything. Yeah. I have close friends who battle with this. It's like, I'm fat. I'm like, are you clinically unwell? No. So then it's not anything you can't change, right? Like you're not, I can understand if you're like obese and you know, it's a clinical problem and you need to take medication or that, but you are just, you just refuse to get up in the morning and do five Surya Namaskars. So if you're really feeling so upset about this, then get up and do something about it, right? Unless you have a clinical condition, then I'm not going to force you and be like, make you put you into an uncomfortable place but that's such an interesting one thing that you just said I don't I, I, I yeah and getting the right information on this is so important yeah because so, much, so many of us don't have the right info on what to do once we feel that we have something absolutely you know it is all my auntie told me to do this yeah and it's really I mean there are transformation stories everywhere you're just like if you want inspiration or if you're looking for some place to uh, motivate you to lose that weight or to gain so my issue was that I need to gain I had the opposite problem, right? Is that I was not um, healthy. I was at a very unhealthy weight for somebody my height. Um, and I needed to change that dialogue because I constantly said, oh, I'm skinny, oh, I'm skinny, oh, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, 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 skinny. And it just, it got so bad that that's all that I was telling my body. And so anything that I was eating was not being absorbed by my body. Or else, I mean, wh- why would it, right? Why would it keep it on? Because the body's thinking, oh, I'm skinny. So it's not going to retain any of the nourishment that you're putting in. So I think that it just, it has to be a holistic approach also, right? You can't just tackle your body and just become this maniacal person who's on a diet and working out and all of that and not mentally in a good place, which is why 
it has to be a combination of both. If you are on a diet, or if even if you are on medication, you have to befriend it. It has to be something that, like I take medication for anxiety and depression. I made friends out of my pills. Like I gave them names, literally. And I would be like, you know, and they were like, you know, because I was so scared to take the medication. But I was like, okay, the only way, and I actually picked this up in this beautiful documentary called Heal. I'm sure you've seen it. I picked it up from there and I was just like, you know, this is such a wonderful idea that I gave names to my medication and just made friends out of them and be like, okay, this person is helping me now. and That person is helping me then. And, you know, and I'm happy to say that the medication has had its desired effects. I'm on my way to a place where I won't need the medication for too long. But reaching that place of both physical and mental wellness has required me really defining what does it mean to me to be healthy, both mind and body. And with your mind, honestly, I think finding a meditative practice is a non-negotiable. And a meditative practice does not necessarily mean meditation. Your meditative practice could be painting. It could be reading. It could be journaling. It could be, I don't know, stamp collecting. Just something that clears your mind of all the clutter and all the judgment, mostly that you've imposed upon yourself. To just get to a place where your mind has a chance to empty out all the crap that you're absorbing all the time. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I would say would compromise a good wellness and overall wellness for a person. Right. And how should they start charting it out? What do you suggest are a good starting point for, for this wellness journey? Like, like if you had to say like, you know, try this step, this step, this step. Because you've done so much, right? You've tried different alternative yeah. healing therapies. You've tried different fitness regimes. You've tried different, I'm sure, different diets, different kinds of uh, healing practices. Where is a nice place to start? Like, what did you find was the most exciting or interesting? Or how do you at least fall in love with finding these kinds of things? So, everyone has a unique combination of what works for them. So, what worked for me was yoga. Like, I swear by it. It changed my life. Um, and again, it's. I know it sounds cliched. I know that you know, I'm sure that a lot of people read all these articles and it's like, oh my God, yoga changed your life, yoga changed your body. But the truth of the matter is that it's, truth of the matter is that it's true. It is that powerful, a tool. And it's been fed into our minds right now in a very dressed up kind of, you know, fancy acrobatic kind of way, which it's, it's not necessarily all about that. And yoga is, I mean, the basic word means union, right? Of you literally, your mind, your body, and your breath. If you can find that place, then you are in a state of yoga, in a state of yoga. So you need to, and, and I, I'll also tell you a quick story. When I first started yoga, it was recommended to me by my then trainer. And I went to the first class and I came out and I was just like, God, this is boring. Like, I just, I don't have the patience to do this. But again, I told you, I'm determined and I like to see things through. So I went to the second class and then the third class. And by the fourth class, I found myself wanting to wake up in the morning to go because no matter how sleepy I was in class and no matter whether I performed quote unquote well or not, there was something that shifted in my energy at the end of class. And it was that feeling that I was chasing. And the reason also, I will tell you, the reason I needed that feeling is because I had come from a place which was uh, boxing which was spinning, which was running, which was heavy weightlifting. And these were all beneficial, very beneficial to me. But they were overstimulating my system. And I needed something to slow my system down. I needed something to calm the parasympathetic nervous system. 
not aggravated even further, right? So that's why yoga was recommended. And I think that in our generation, in our in our world, we are so overtly stimulated by the amount of information we're consuming that we do need something to calm the body and the mind out. And that to me is a great place to start, is to start off in a neutral, calm place and then build on that. Because magical things happen when your body and your breath and your mind are in alignment. Just really wonderful things happen. Um, so yeah, so just suggestion-wise, yoga really helped. And if people are looking at more sort of practical things, then of course, more actionable things. And of course, if you're trying to gain weight, then I would strongly recommend doing weights. I did weights to put on the weight that I have right now. And I'm, you know, it's maintaining very well. If you're trying to lose weight, then obviously you're doing something that's slightly higher on a cardio. Uh, So for example, the workout videos that I put up on my Instagram feed, uh, which are twice a week, they were designed for beginners. But in my video instructions, I very clearly say that if you're looking to lose weight, then you do the workout in 15 minutes as opposed to 45 minutes. If you're looking to gain weight, then you do the workout in 45 minutes. You do it slow, you pace it out. Basic logic behind it being that you want to lose weight, your heart rate needs to go up. You want to gain weight, your heart rate needs to be steady. And I just think that, you know, there's enough information on the internet. Honestly, there are some amazing instructors, people like yourself, giving away, you know, pearls of wisdom about how you can really get to the goals that you want to get to for your body. So I would say, yeah, yoga is a great place to start. Weights is a great place to stay. Giving yourself something to look forward to, like running a marathon, um, is a great way to motivate yourself into moving. And obviously your diet, because diet is a huge, 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 huge part. Like you can't, nothing's going to change if you don't change your diet. And I don't, I don't like using the word diet because people think of diet as something that is, there's a very negative connotation and a very, there's a sense of lack in the word diet, um, as though you are restricting yourself from something. But I think just healthy eating, whatever that looks like to you is what you need to figure out is best for you, whether it means portion control, whether it means increasing your portions. And this is something that there are plenty of nutritionists out there. There's plenty of books out there. And the best guide of all, your own body, tell you what really is working and what's not working. So, and don't do fat diets. Please, it doesn't work. This is very, very important, Sarah. How do you get to the point of being patient with your results so that you can think long-term and not want quick fix? You know, the sad part is, Ashton, that for me, I got there by trial and error. I wish that I knew otherwise, but I did get there through trial and error. I did do, I did go off carbs completely. I did binge eat on weekends and then not eat well at all on uh, weekdays. I, at one point, was so bad, I was eating one meal a day. So it's really through trial and error that I've learned I was a college kid. I just wish that my trainer and people who are responsible for, my trainer put me on fat burner bills, man. Like that is some messed up stuff. You do not want to get into that stuff. Unless of course you're an athlete, you're training for something in specific. Someone is giving you specific instructions for a particular diet you need to be on or protein you need to intake or what is nowadays, of course, there are healthy versions of fat burners as well that you can take. But I was a young girl trying to look a certain way because I wanted to fit in. Someone said I should try fat burner pills. My, the fat burner pills gave me PCOD. It was awful. Because I did all the trials and, you know, failing and trying and failing and trying and failing, just like I was doing with my mind, right? I was like, oh, maybe a relationship will fill me. Or maybe some alcohol will fill me. Or maybe some chocolate cake will fill me. It didn't, right? 
So I got to that point where a lot of people get to, where I was just like, Bas, enough. It's not working. There is something wrong with this formula. I need to fix it. Right? So I educated myself. I read the books, I did the research, I made the calls, I spoke to people like yourself, anybody who I could reach out to who had to give me some sort of insight into really what I was trying to look for was how do I listen to my own body and how do I trust my own body? And it took a while. I would do it in batches of three, three weeks. I would see, I would try something for three weeks, see if it was working, then try something else for three weeks and see if it was working. I'm happy to say, and I'm not trying to confuse anyone when I say this, but I'm just happy to say that right now I'm not on any kind of diet. I just eat what I want to, when I want to. And I just make sure that I try and balance it out. So if I've eaten a slice of chocolate cake, I'll make sure that I have a veggie juice. If I've eaten too much spicy food, I make sure I do a lime shot. If I've drunk too much coffee, I make sure I hydrate really well. So I just try and balance, you know, because I love to eat and I love food. And I don't want food to be the enemy because food is love, you know. I don't want to have this love-hate relationship with this thing that's meant to nourish my body. So just made friends again with everything that I was consuming and didn't start to judge it the second it hit my mouth. Before going ahead, we'll take a quick break. And we are back. Making friends. I'm absolutely loving this. I, I remember having this conversation with one of my clients as well with about her pills. Right. You know, Ashton, every time I have my pills, I'm like making this kadoo's face and I'm like, you know, why am I doing this? When can I get off them? And I was saying, Dakkan, understand yeah. that these are trying to do something good for you. Yeah. Why are you trying to say, I want to get off them? Yeah. And like you said, defend them. Yeah. Call them Bittu and something else. Yeah, absolutely. And then have... And enjoy the party. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When it's time for them to leave, they will leave. They will leave. Just like everything, right? And you have to wait for that time to come. Totally. Brilliant. Sarah, any thoughts that you want to leave our audience with? Um, you know, tell us a little bit about what you're doing on Instagram. You're doing some fantastic work in the wellness space. I, I saw your exercise videos. Thank you. Absolutely love it. Tell us a little bit more about what you're doing there. So I'm, um, well, there are two things that I actually want to leave. Um, you know, because we spoke about this and I thought this was something that I wanted to share. Um, two things. One is that the stuff that I'm doing on Instagram is meant just to help people who are at home right now and looking to just move a little bit. And so I have free workout videos um, that are up on my Instagram, my IGTV. They're meant for anybody from a beginner to an intermediate person who likes to work out uh, you can just use them as often as you want to. As I was saying earlier, you can do them quickly or you can do them slowly. Um, you can do them once or twice or three times a week or you can do them every day. Um, they're basically just designed for overall uh, strength and good feelings. It's nothing complicated. It's really nothing complicated. I don't want to be like, oh, it'll help you build your arms and tone your legs. And it's literally just meant... I promise that if you do the workout by the end of it, and this was my takeaway promise, was that you will feel energized. You will feel positive and you will feel energized. And that's really, really all I just want for people to feel right now because as I said before, there's just so much negativity. And I just want people to feel the strongest version of themselves that they possibly can. I love it. A feel-good workout. Yeah, it's just a feel-good, honestly simple, nothing too complicated, not, no rocket science, no like, I want to this, that's why I'm that. And 
I, I don't want to make it convoluted or complicated. I don't want to scare anybody off with big words, basically. I just want them to just, just, just show up. That's all I'm asking you to do is just show up. That's it. The rest is on my Instagram TV. You can do it in your pajamas if you feel like. You can do it in anything. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. You can do it in your pajamas if you feel like, honestly speaking. I mean, um, let me think. Can you do it? Yeah, you can do everything in your pajamas, actually. I think I'm going to use that as my next USB. Can do workout in pajamas. Yeah, I started pajama workouts ages ago. Oh, really? And then everybody started commenting on my pajamas. I was like, fine. <laughs> it's too fun. Because I, I, I believe that, you know, you should wake up and the first thing that you should do is some form of movement. Yeah. So I said, chalo, I will put up what I do every morning. So if it, if it was 21 burpees, 21 burpees. If it was a few kettlebell swings, a few kettlebell swings. It was, it, I call them the pajama workout. Because yeah. why do you need to dress up and be fancy and like, you know, especially now that we're all stuck at home, no point. And I even, I said, it's so interesting you're talking about dressing up and stuff. I even said, um, I did a video about how to stick to your workout, right? So one of the things I say, you know, hold, have somebody who's maybe accountable for you, uh, join a group or maybe even invest in your workout. So if you feel that you do want to put on a cute outfit and then work out, then fair enough. But if you want to stay in your pajamas also, that's also fine because all you really need to do is move because the human body is designed to move. And we live completely contrary lives these days, which is, you know, working from home, sitting at the laptop all the time or sitting and reading or sitting and watching TV and your body's not designed to do that. And the more inertia your body has, the more inertia your brain's going to have. So you need to give it that little bit of positive endorphins and that, you know, break out into a little bit of sweat and, give it that little push that it needs to take you through the day. But the other thing that I get asked a lot is, you know, people are just like, oh, you're so, your favorite word, motivated. And you're so like action driven and all of that. And how do you set your goals and how do you achieve your goals and stuff like that. And what I use and I've been using for a couple of years now is um, what I do is I put my goals in the beginning of the year and I give myself the first month to fine tune these goals. Because nobody can wake up on the 1st of January and say, oh, this is, this, this, this is what I want to achieve for the rest of the year, right? It's impossible. So I give myself a good 15 days to one month to fine-tune these goals and I put them into five buckets. So there's physical, there's personal, there's career, there's personal growth, and there's financial, right? So when I say, I, you, you can call personal even relationships. You can even use that as a tag if you want. So career goals is self-explanatory where you want to go in your life, what you want to achieve with your job, if you're working for yourself, what new project you want to start with. Relationship goals are not just romantic relationships, obviously relationships with friends and family. So you can put those into subcategories. Financial goals, again, self-explanatory. Personal growth, I like to put like hobbies or new things that I want to learn or languages or, for example, I'm ashamed to say I can't drive. So like this year, I want to learn to drive. Financial is how much money do I want to save? How much money do I want to earn? Now, speaking of financial, when you ask people like, tell me a financial goal, I want to be rich. Okay, but like, doesn't everybody, right? So, but how rich? Like, what, how much money do you want to make? By when do you want to make it? And also, realistically, don't say something like, I want to make a hundred crores when you're earning like a lakh a month right now, right? So, realistic goals. It's very important to make realistic goals. Because if you make an unrealistic goal, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get frustrated that you're not getting there. So make a realistic goal. So I'll give you an example. In my financial goals, I have how much I want to save by a certain age and how much I want to save per month this year, right? That's a specific goal. 
And then what I will do is I will highlight the important ones for this year that I'm working on. So I will highlight, for example, how much I want to save because how much I'm going to save by the time I'm 50 is not something I can work on right now. I can work on my monthly goals. Similarly, for my physical goals, I want to learn this year to do an unsupported handstand. I want to learn how to do a clean push-up. I want to learn how to do a clean pull-up. But out of all those three goals, what I really want to learn the most is how to do a handstand. So I will highlight handstand. So relationships, for example, I was telling you earlier on in this conversation, you know, my mother and my sister and I spent the entirety of the lockdown together. And I really used that time to work on my relationship with them because God knows three women in a house together would have been a whole lot of drama. But I really used it as a time to work on peace and love between us as opposed to, you know, misunderstanding and growing apart or wanting space from each other. And as a result of which, this year closer than we've ever been before. And now I don't need to call my mom every day. It's okay. Like it's just, she knows I'm okay. I know she's okay. We have, uh, we know how to give each other space, but that's because I worked on that. So anyway, so I think that for anyone who's trying to set goals and it's never too late to start, it doesn't need to be the first thing in the year. You can start it right now. I think you can put it into these five buckets, but just make sure that you keep them realistic and you don't try to achieve more than a few goals every uh, year, but do visit your goals every day and make sure that you are taking at least one step towards that direction every day. So again, I'll give you an example. If I need to learn to do a handstand, I need to be able to work on my upper body strength. So I will make sure that I'm, let's say, able to hold a plank for three minutes. So it's all interconnected. Your actions every day your consistency every day will just sort of help you build towards your goals. But that's it. That's my, um, that's my bit. That's what I wanted to share. Lovely. I have a last question. Yes. You know, you, you are a fairly driven person, you know, like, like we were discussing on the phone the other day, we're type A, right? What is it that you do for relaxation? How do you get relaxation into your life? So I also sing. I love to sing and I love music and I love everything music related. So I take time to just lock myself in a room and just sing, honestly, or just listen to music. You know, Ashton, I have to be really honest with you. Because I've fine-tuned and fine-tuned and fine-tuned so much, I don't think I need to really relax from what I'm doing. Because I don't, unless this stressful situation presents itself, I'm usually quite relaxed at what I'm doing because I love what I'm doing. So it doesn't feel like a... But that's come from a lot of work, right? Because it didn't always used to be that way. Because before it would be, it was always, there was always an undertone of pressure. But now it's just filled with joy. And it's just filled with this sense of purpose. Like this interview with you, for example, it's just, I'm so eager to share this journey that I've been on with the hope that it will move somebody to becoming the best version of themselves, you know? So it's, I can go do this now and go do another one after this because it doesn't feel like a stressful situation. Yeah, but I I sing, I journal. I have um, many, many stickers and many, many color pencils. And I have every possible, every possible, every possible conceivable color of ink pad stamps and every possible conceivable shape of ink pad stamps. And uh, I, I'm, I was that kid, dude. I was that kid. I underlined everything in school. I drew lines and I, you know, everybody in college had my notes. I was just that kid. So I resumed that hobby and that's, that's how I de-stress. I literally just go back into kid zone and color and stick things and um, I journal. So I love it. Yeah. yeah. 
and once the lockdown lifts, we have to go karaoke. Oh yes, yes, please. I'd love to. I must warn you. I'm very good. <laughs> Are you the kind of person that because I am that okay? So like we'll write down the song that we want to sing, then we'll go outside and then practice on the lyrics, and then go inside and sing it. Do you do that? No. <laughs> okay, maybe a little bit. Ah, damn it! <laughs> no, no, wait. dude. I take it one step further. Okay, I would probably have practiced before I even went out because I would know I was going to a karaoke night. So in my head, I've mentally prepared which songs that I want to sing because I don't want to be caught off guard. Yeah, so I'm just like I have I have too much performance anxiety. I'm just like this has to be. I have to be the best person there. So says the girl who's talking about being easy on themselves. My go-to is Frank Sinatra. My way. My go-to is killing me softly. Love it, love it. How can people connect with you? How can people follow all this amazing work that you're doing, and um, you know, keep up with what, all the stuff that you're putting out? So the easiest way is to connect with me on Instagram. It's just really simple. It's just Sarah S A R A H J A N E D I A S Sarah J N D I S. Um, and literally all I do is on Instagram right now. I will this month. Um, depending on which when this episode comes out, but I will be launching a. Series of meditations that I will be guiding people through, and I'll also be doing once a week a conversation with an expert about dealing with grief, anxiety, and just the challenges of working from home. So that's something that I hope that everybody will join me for. On Instagram, it'll be on Instagram as well. It'll be on Instagram. It'll be on IGTV. Perfect. Superb. I'm definitely joining you for that. Superb. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Thank you. It was an absolutely brilliant conversation. It is an absolute pleasure. Thank you very, very much. So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag #TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A W E S O M E 180. That's Awesome 180.